Breakfast. And I'm joined now by RNZ business reporter Giles Beckford. Tinakwe, Giles. Business confidence is still down in the dumps. Kia to you, Charlotte. Welcome back. Yes, as you've been hearing in the news, confidence remains deeply negative as firms are being squeezed between still pretty high inflation and slowing demand. The closely followed Institute of Economic Research's June quarter survey shows a net 59% of respondents think economic conditions will get worse in the coming year. That's a slight improvement on the first quarter survey, but the outlook for profits and investments still look pretty dire, and firms expect little improvement in the near term. The Institute's principal economist, Christina Leung, says firms' biggest worry is not getting staff, but getting sales. Now, more recently, we're starting to see that shift in terms of uh, that primary constraint for businesses being one uh, from one of finding labour to now one of sales being a primary constraint. So that indicates that um, that easing, that softening in demand is becoming more of a concern for businesses as they're starting to see capacity pressures ease, particularly when it comes to finding labour. Does all this point to continued recession? or falling into a deeper recession? Overall, this uh, quality survey of business opinion suggests that uh, demand or activity will stabilise at a low level. We see it more as um, we're in for a period of weak growth ahead. Um, And overall, we're going to see, we expect there will be a continued easing in inflation pressures as a result of that. Well, speaking there to Christina Leong, and she says the survey points to the Reserve Bank's rate rises having the desired effect, and it can now sit on the sidelines for an extended period. Its next decision is next week. Also in the survey, notable uh, slack is occurring or growing in the economy, and the retail sector are the or is the most pessimistic. Well, agri-services business PGT Wrightson has sidelined its chair while he's being investigated for alleged securities law breaches in Singapore. Last month, it was revealed that Lee Juhai, who represents PGW's major shareholder, Agria, has been charged for possible breaches of Singapore's information disclosure rules when he was a director of a firm, Hyflux, which collapsed in 2018 and went into liquidation in 2021. In a statement, the PGW board says it's been decided it's in the company's best interests if Mr Lee steps aside for now. He's indicated he will defend the charges. The company notes the matters have nothing to do with PTG Wrightson and it shouldn't affect Mr Lee's ability to perform as a director. He'll be replaced by uh, acting chair Yu Keen Seng and Mr Lee's suitability to remain a director will be evaluated as events occur. Healthy producer and exporter Convita has expanded its Asian market reach by acquiring a Singaporean retailer. The company has bought specialty honey retailer Honeyworld Singapore and its consumer brands for just over $10 million. Anazaki has more. Honeyworld is the largest Manuka honey retailer in Singapore with 18 stores and Convita sees it represents a highly strategic takeover in one of Asia's premium growth markets. The deal will give Combita a 50% market share of Manuka honey sales in Singapore. It sees the pair have identified opportunities to increase its market share in Manuka honey and reach more households in the region. Honeyworld is forecasting revenue of nearly $16 million in 2024, and Convita sees the deal as being funded by debt. 
Comvita Chief Executive David Banfield says the acquisition will help it accelerate its goal of achieving underlying earnings of $50 million in 2025. He says the company is already achieving strong results in other retail stores and markets throughout Asia. The deal comes a day after Comvita announced a deal to supply one of China's biggest supermarket chains, which it says will boost income by millions. It's 19 minutes past 12. You're listening to Business on the Winter edition of Midday Report. Well, demand from small business for insurance after weather events in the North Island and COVID disruption has risen. That's despite small business owners facing ever-increasing costs and slowing sales as consumers feel the pressure to spend less. Sean Cragen, the country manager of BizCover, a new app which compares small business insurance policies to help owners choose, says the past few years have pressures uh, have owners reassessing what they need. He says small businesses are seeing the importance of insurance. What we're seeing is a lot of people realizing, oh, let me make sure I have my my insurance up to date. Let me make sure I have, you know, in the home content space and make sure I've got the right amount of coverage and we've seen that same in the business insurance space you know small business owners are going oh let me make sure I do have the right cover in place or oh, it feels really expensive let me go and search and make sure I'm getting the, the right deal and, and services like BizCover allow you to do that in one place. Sean Cragen says BizCover's teamed up with Life Direct, which offers a suite of life, health and insu- business insurance options to expand the platform's offerings. Later this afternoon, the Reserve Bank of Australia decides on whether or not to raise its benchmark interest rate, a decision that has financial markets divided on which way it will go. Last month, the RBA surprised with a hike when forecasts were for a pause. Its cash rate is now at 4.1%, the highest in 11 years. But the rises seem to be having little effect on core inflation, which sits at 6.4%. Difor Evans of State Street Global Markets is it's taking a long time for rate rises to have an impact on inflation. One of the the issues that the RBA has right now is what is that lead lag period between the hike in interest rates and the change in inflation or the reduction in inflation? And with most central banks in the world right now, there is an element of sticky inflation from the core element, the core inflation. And that has remained extremely sticky and seemingly it's remained quite immune from interest rate changes up until now. So that being the case, the traditional mechanism by which interest rates are going to have an impact on prices, that's not working as well in this cycle. Dyfer Evans believes there's a high chance of another rise today.